G'day, legends. Andy here, taking a breather by the fire and thinking about how our trade businesses can sometimes just burn us out. Miss kids' footy games, late dinners, feeling absolutely knackered. Does this all sound familiar? I found a way out of that hot mess and I'm keen to share the roadmap with you. How about we sit down for a catch-up on the phone? It's no bullshit, just two tradies talking shop, finding the way to move forward. Jump on to lifestyletradie.com.au and let's set up a call. It's time to stop blowing smoke and start living again. Chat soon. Today we're giving you an all-access pass into one of the activities we do with our members here at Lifestyle Trading. Yeah, that's right, Andy. This is just one of the many practices that we do frequently. And you know what? I must say it's pretty thought-provoking. Well, I'll be really honest, Anne, and say that I used to think this type of thing was a little bit wanky and really not that important. But thanks to some amazing mentors early on in our business journey, I learned to eat my words. <laughs> You know what? Lucky that. So today's podcast is all about the power of reflection and there is no better time in the year to do this than now. We're going to dive into the heart of what makes your businesses thrive and set you up for success for 2024. You're listening to The Tradie Show. This is the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. We're your hosts, Andy and Angela Smith, husband and wife team and co-founders of Lifestyle Trading. Are you ready to have some fun? Hell yeah! We know right now you're probably head down, bum up trying to get jobs done before the end of the year. And you know what? We get it. Every customer wants things fixed around their house ASAP. Yeah, even that second toilet that hasn't been working for four months is an absolute (laughs) emergency now. But Andy, (laughs) they've got family coming over for Christmas Day, so it is an emergency. Yes, that's right. That's right. Look, I promise it'll be worth sticking your head up for this episode. Consider it all a part of your new year planning. And as the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes, that's right. So think of today's episode as your 2024 pre-plan. We want to talk specifically about the subject of reflection. What I mean by that is let's look back at both your wins and your challenges. Yeah, we're going to explore how celebrating your wins can boost morale, foster a positive work culture and inspire even greater achievements. Yes. And as well as that, we're also going to delve into the importance of acknowledging challenges because every hurdle or challenge is an opportunity to both learn, adapt and ultimately to do better. Yeah. And whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a new boss or an aspiring boss, we want to share with you valuable insights as well as actionable strategy that you can follow along. That's right. You can download a free cheat sheet after the episode. All the links you will be able to find in the show notes or head to our website, lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash free resources. Alrighty, Anne, let's do it. Okay, Andy, I actually want to start by asking you a question. Why is it that most trade business owners we meet don't ever stop and look back at how far they've come. Like they never stop and go, hey, you know what? I've done a really bloody good job over the past four months. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? But for starters, you know, most businesses, we're always looking to the future and we're pushing for what's next. And the truth is there is no one patting us on the back for a job well done. You know, we do do this for our team, but no one does it for us. Yeah, that's so true, right? And that's why we have to get into a routine of doing this 
this for ourselves. Hence why the reflection process is a really important part of being a business owner and why we're talking about it today. So did you ever do this when you were the owner of Dr. Drip? Nope, I definitely didn't in the early days. This sort of thing I only started when I was taught by our mentors just how important it was. So what did you think of the process in the beginning? Yeah, it went a bit like this. I thought it was a crock of shit. (laughs) Tell us what you really think. But then the more and more I was made to do it, I realised how valuable it was and it was really good for my headspace and also for the team. Well, what do you mean by your headspace? Well, I never, ever thought I was doing enough, you know, even though I was busting the doors down and taking the business to another level, I never really felt like I was implementing fast enough and making enough change. Well, that's just not true. Dr. Drip was an amazing business before things went a bit pear-shaped. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't in my head. Like, I just wanted to be bigger and better and make more money. Well, that's not such a bad way to be, I suppose. No, no, 100%. But I realised the power of acknowledging the recent successes and the lessons learned. And I also realised how it made me feel by giving these successes and lessons attention before moving forward into the future. Otherwise, I was always just chasing this one rabbit and unless I actually got it, I didn't reward myself. That's a really interesting point. You actually just said how it made you feel. Can you quantify what you mean by that? Yeah, I think as business owners, we have a goal and we know where we want to be. And sometimes when we're not hitting that goal, we're only focusing on the negative things that are happening in our business. And we're actually not celebrating on some of the amazing wins we've had in our business. So being forced to write down the wins made me realise I actually had done an absolute load and I was really proud of my results. Well, that must have been a really good thing, right? Yeah, it was. And it actually made me acknowledge the team more too because they were involved in almost every success. And there were a few lessons as well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, share the good with the bad, right? That's right. Okay, let's get everyone up to speed, Ange. Can you first share with us what we mean by reflection? I mean, I'm assuming you don't mean sitting at the pub after work on a Friday, reminiscing the week that's gone by with your tradie mates. Uh, No, Andy, I'm not. I'm actually talking about a deliberate practice. This is where you look back at your experiences and your decisions and the outcomes of the past few months or even your past year. And this is what we do with all of our lifestyle trading members at our live events every few months. Yeah, you know what? It's actually really simple, but it's essential if you want to succeed. It involves pausing and elevating yourself from the day-to-day hustle and critically assessing the months that have actually just gone by. So it's not just reminiscing, hence no pub. No, exactly. (laughs) No pub. This is purposeful. Yeah. So let's talk through how you actually do this. Firstly, you want to start with your wins. So write down everything that comes to mind that you're proud of. Think about your marketing, your systems, your workflow, your technology, your customers, your quote conversion, your team, whatever it is that you're proud of. Yeah, exactly. I actually want you to think about everything. It could be big or small because when you take the time to acknowledge and celebrate achievements, either big or small, you're actually reinforcing a culture of success and appreciation. Plus, it's a chance to recognise everyone's efforts. That's yours and also your team's. And this strengthens the collective sense of purpose. Oh, that's a great point. 
these days, this is actually what your team want. They want to feel a sense of purpose and accomplishment within the business. Yes, celebrating wins is a pretty powerful motivator. There's even science behind it. I swear we're not just blowing smoke, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, according to a study from Harvard Business School, our brains are actually wired to respond to rewards. So apparently any accomplishment, no matter how small, releases this chemical dopamine in our brain, which boosts your mood, your motivation and your attention. Oh yeah, love a good study. And because it felt good, you want to do it again and again and again. Yes. So let me give you some examples of what you might actually write down. It could be things like maybe a financial win. Maybe you reached a profit margin target or maybe the boys have been smashing out their GPs. Maybe your team completed a challenging job or you converted 100% of all your quotes or you implemented a new system that improved efficiency within your business. Yeah, or maybe it was actually a personal win, like you've kept up a morning routine that's changed how you show up every day. Yeah, great point, Anne. It's not just about business. The personal wins are good to write down too. Our business is so intertwined, isn't it, with our own personal life these days? Yeah, exactly. So let me give you an example how writing down these wins can actually be a huge advantage. Say you're an electrical business and one of the things you're proud of is the fact that you've had over 50 customer reviews, but they actually all seem to be mentioning one tradie. Let's call him John. So on reflection of this, you know you've given him heaps of kudos at a toolbox meeting, but it does raise the question, doesn't it? Why aren't the others getting the same results? So your solution is to spend time on customer service training for the team. And as a result, the whole team are receiving five-star reviews. This then leads to an increase in A-grade customers, better conversion of quotes and ongoing referrals. Now that's impactful because recognising a win also highlighted a challenge that led to an action with positive results for the business. Yeah, exactly. So let's flip to the other side of the coin and acknowledge our challenges. Oh, yes, this is where great lessons can be learned. And although some tradies aren't too happy about focusing on what went wrong over the past few months, and I know my first instinct used to be, stick my head in the sand. Yep, I'm picturing that image of an ostrich right now, head down, bum up. But at some point, you've actually got to pull your head up and look around. Let's call it more like a little meerkat. They're way cuter anyway, hey? Ooh, you call it me cute, baby. (laughs) to the topic, Andy. Okay, acknowledging and facing challenges head on is a fundamental aspect of running a successful trade business. And here's how I think about it. You know, challenges are not just obstacles, they're opportunities in disguise. Ooh, I love that reframe. Yes, challenges force business owners and their teams to assess their current strategies, adapt where they need to and get creative in their problem solving. Well, it's true to say that ignoring challenges or sweeping them under the carpet will only lead to a negative scenario. Yeah. Think stagnation in your business, missed growth opportunities or worst case, total business implosion. Exactly. And if you do this activity frequently enough, you'll be more open to seeking out and facing the challenges. And the best way to constantly make corrections and get the business back on course. As you know, business is not always a smooth ride. We all know that. Some days are as calm as sailing the seas of the Mediterranean, while others are like navigating around the Bermuda. Trying. Do people go missing in that place? Yep, they certainly do, just like some people go missing in business. So here today and they're gone tomorrow. And guess what, everyone? 
We don't want that to be you. Gosh, no, we don't. So hence why being aware of your recent challenges and hence what you need to do to quickly correct your course of action is actually really important. And if appropriate, share both your wins and your challenges in your toolbox meetings with the team. This is exactly what we did at Dr. Drip. Yeah, exactly. No matter if they're big or small achievements, make sure you include them all because let's be honest, sometimes our big achievements and goals are few and far between. So it's actually really important to keep the team motivated with these smaller wins. Yeah, we have our members go through this reflection activity every four months and they always say things like, I never knew and I can't believe I actually have achieved so much. Yeah, it's interesting how shocked they are, right? Yeah, and simply because as business owners, we never stop to look back. We only ever look to the future. Asking ourselves, what's next? And this needs to change. Yeah, exactly. Because looking back at challenges can serve as an invaluable learning experience. You just have to ensure you treat your fails as a stepping stone to success. There's this really cool saying that says you need to fail forward. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. So let's be honest, we're not going to make the right decision 100% of the time and mistakes actually do happen. So be really open to the lessons they provide and be really willing to be flexible and adapt. This reflection process is repeated multiple times throughout the year. You will consistently capture your wins and challenges and then set plans to improve the months ahead. So seeing you've perhaps never done this exercise before, we've got a free cheat sheet that you can download so that you can actually go through this exercise and reflect. It literally is only going to take you 15 minutes. The link's in the show notes or head to our website, lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash free resources. This is the perfect time to do this activity today and then use this as your compass for planning a successful 2024. It's Tradie Dilemma time. This is our Ask ANA Anything segment where you let us know what you're having trouble with in your business and we give you our best advice. Okay, today we have a question from Corey in Victoria and he writes, I'm a painter and I'm interested to know how I show my value when quoting. My prices are on the higher end. Well, first you need to consider the fact that if your transaction value is high, like say 20 grand, 60 grand, 100K plus, then it's common for customers to get three quotes. So my question to you is this, what have you done to ensure you've communicated your value to me as your customer? Because I need to influence maybe the other decision maker as well or makers about why I want to use you, even though your price is perhaps higher than the other two quotes. Yeah, agreed. So what did you hand over to me with the quote that tells me more about you and your trade business and why should I choose you? Like, are you giving me a credibility pack? You know, never just give a quote with lots of boring text and a price. It's too easy to simply compare one quote to the next and make a decision on price alone. But the reality is you don't want to be the cheapest. You want your customers to value your service and quality work. Yes. So the trust building journey really starts way before you visited the customer. They've probably done lots of research online before they've made contact with you. In fact, they've probably already stalked your website and maybe that was the first deal breaker for them. Yeah, you've got to put yourself in their shoes. You want your website to show things like awards you've won, before and after photos, testimonials from your customers and maybe some five-star reviews as well. Yeah, these are all things and more that actually position you over and above your competitors. The customer journey also needs to be seamless too. 
to. I could go on and on and on about this, but how did you communicate before you even showed up on site? And then how did you actually show up on site? Were you even on time? How were you dressed? Did you speak confidently? How did you actually make that customer feel so that we're constantly building trust along the way? Your entire experience when you're with that customer needs to be a positive one. Starting from today, take the steps to implement each of these into your process. Agreed. So if you're currently converting at say 20% of your quotes, then start tracking this over the course of time so that we can start seeing some changes. We know that it will be worth it for your business. Remember, friends, we're here to help you navigate the road of being a successful trade business owner. We know how lonely that road can be sometimes. Yeah. Look, like us, you probably started your trade business in the first place because you wanted to be successful, have more freedom and time to do what you wanted, right? Well, I know I did, but now a few years down the track, you are busier, more stressed than ever and working way too many hours. Seriously, guys, you have to stop doing it alone. Exactly. And you need to start recognising that asking for help isn't a cop-out. It's actually an investment in your business, in yourself and your family's future. If you want to regain your time and find the freedom to choose, jump on a free strategy call with me today to talk through the steps you need to get there. Yes. Simply head to lifestyletrady.com.au and you'll see this huge big green button that says strategy session with Andy where you can book a meeting today. Or if you're looking on a mobile device, click the menu and you'll see the strategy session option there. Guys, no more excuses. Let's make 2024 your best year yet. Hell yeah! Subscribe to The Tradie Show wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review. Or for more information about Lifestyle Tradie, head to lifestyletradie.com.au.